0: Hello and welcome to the podcast Spooky Saturday. We are here to question the suspicious, investigate the intriguing, and do our best to distinguish fact from fiction. Each episode, we dive headfirst into a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, history, and more to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. <laughs> spooky saturday how are you how is everyone how's everyone doing i had to mute our music i was like listening i was like jamming out on the other side it's it's very good i was jamming um welcome everyone to another slightly shorter episode of spooky saturday um i've got stuff to do later and we figured it would just be a fun little like story time episode where you can tell some tales from our listeners uh welcome true. thank you for thank you for still coming and showing up despite the world falling
1: apart around us. yeah we were just talking about like how are you doing bad how are you doing also bad it's just life now yeah tears of badness
0: yeah i was just listening to like npr or something something stupid on the like it was on the radio and they were doing calls and they were like how are you and the person's like as fine as i can get i suppose
1: i was like oh my god <laughs> well, I was thinking about this today because I emailed someone and I and I found myself consistently <laughs> sign off on emails by saying, "Hope you're staying safe and healthy." And I'm like, "That's the standard. That's yeah. the that's what you wish upon people now in this I know. year." Yep, and it's pretty Ugh. fun. <laughs> it's great. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, we're having like a, a a small like birthday thing for Jared today because it was his birthday yesterday. I set up, I like have like a little projector like in the back, and just like blankets. And I'm like, you all this like I brought snacks, but snack they're all like individually wrapped. <laughs> like, don't share. <laughs> no, well, no, so people can just come over and just like take a snack and maybe sit on a blanket six foot away six feet away from someone else, and that's how that's as social as we've gotten these days
1: that's it that's all we got that's good that would be fun even in non-pandemic times to have it would be fun it would be nice to like get
0: close on a blanket to your friends and not yell through a mask six feet away (laughs) yeah but you know what it's okay It's all right. It's just, it's just funny. It's like, we have to find these. And I'm like telling the like checkout person at Trader Joe's. And I'm like, I don't even know why I'm sharing this information. Like (laughs) I have to yell through two panes of glass and a mask, but you know what? I just want to talk to someone. (laughs) Just have a human
1: connection.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that, that aside, uh, as far as current events, we have some fun current event things to talk about before we jump into some exciting stories, Kayla's is legitimate, and I just continue to read stuff about QAnon because it makes me laugh. And I, oh my god, I'm sorry. It just, I just can't. I just, it's just. I know that I shouldn't be so fascinated by it, but I'm just fascinated by it.
1: I, you're the only way I hear about this <laughs> stuff because so, I refuse to look. There's otherwise. a lot of people. Uh, it's awful.
0: Oh no, Behemoth Pulse is moving back to their town where the wood mask alien thing happened. Be
1: careful! No! <laughs> Be careful! I'm really sad because that one was a non-recorded story, right? No, but it yeah. was like the worst story I've ever heard. It in was my life. really It was really
0: good. Um, but anyway, our 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 weekly QAnon updates. <laughs> oh god. Yes. Uh so I, the other night I was just, you know, how you just browse your phone while you're just like watching dumb TV or something. I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna go on Instagram and see what the QAnon scene is on Instagram. <laughs> what the scene is. That's what the scene is. So you can't search QAnon on Instagram because it is actually labeled as false information. They actually do not allow you search it on Twitter wow. or Instagram, which is excellent. <laughs> that makes I'm like, thank you. This is false information. So as much as I want, as want to look it up. I'm but really proud of them. I know, I know, and I know, and uh, so I was like, okay, great. But I found they snuck it in there. They snuck it in there because if you search QAnon with an American flag after it, uh, oh, they got it in there. That's where you g- get it. I g- got you. I'm, I'm already on lists, Flompton. It's it's fine. <laughs> We're ball on lists. We do a paranormal show. They put you on a list automatically. It's true. So there was a bunch. There a bunch of great graphics excellent graphics on instagram um i think i sent kayla a couple of them i didn't save them i should have but i I probably wise actually i just went to bed and was like i think i'm done with this (laughs) (laughs) but my favorite one was this. this this was like i think this was my favorite one i've ever seen of all time actually it said like the first picture on instagram you know you can swipe i'm just going to explain it so that podcast listeners can also hear it so it in big like bold letters it said like deep state alert <laughs> deep state, like warning deep deep state alert of course and then when you swiped it was a <laughs> it was a schedule from the disney cruise ship uh, for like uncle uncle like something's like pirate pirate cove diving adventure for kids and it was like (laughs) it was like just talking about how you're gonna go see sea creatures in the ocean on this tour you know very disney very written by disney you know swipe again and it was like this happened outside jeffrey epstein's island now we know that the deep state is taking people on these cruises to be abducted by (laughs) jeffrey epstein's island
1: because but, a cruise ship, because, like, drove disc- by
0: the, his island they, with children in it? Yes, because they stopped, probably because, like, all those islands, like, get paid money for, like, letting these cruise ships stop. Probably even him, like, let these cruise ships stop and pay to, like, let the people swim and snorkel around these islands. Yeah, and, like, play on the beach. <laughs> right. But they said it was just deep, a deep state alert. <laughs> and I was like i'm gonna see if i can find my phone really quick because i did save that picture because i just wanted to read you the explanation of the disney like cruise because <laughs> it was just oh it was just too good maybe i didn't say you know what it doesn't you, matter you know what maybe it's for the best yeah you, you know what it because... doesn't matter it's just i did see that but but the jesus the the consumer product safety commission tweeted saying birds are real confirmed Officially. Their uh, official
1: account. Um, okay. So speaking of, I forgot to forward you my birds aren't, aren't real email, um, but I got one recently that oh was about, did you see the bald eagle that took a drone out recently? Yes, yes. Yeah. And they, they, they commented on that and they were like, <laughs> huh, likely story, U.S. government. And they used that meme of the guy holding a gun to his own head. And it was like, U.S. government, U.S. government. Like, Oh, my God. That's amazing. Because it's just... It was, like, nice trying to use a drone to take out your your more obvious drones. Intelligent. <laughs> oh, oh. Way to get... Way to trick the American public. They did it. They tricked the American public. For real. Birds aren't real. I want nope. to talk to the birds aren't real guy. I want to... I would like to do that one day. That would, that would
0: be amazing. I can't find... Cause... I can't find the QAnon thing, but just take my word for it. It doesn't matter. It's so stupid. Uh, birds, <laughs> birds aren't real, though. For real, real. Yeah, they're really not real. Yeah. Um, so that was my update that they thought the Disney cruise dropped people off on Jeffrey Epstein's Island. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, they, there, there, they've I think cracked there was, the case. I think there was some more. I went on a deep dive again. Um, but that was, I feel like, the one that really stood out <laughs> to me. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, oh, oh, wait, there's one more. Um, West was helping me pack cardigans the other day and showed me some fine um, fine videos from his hometown in Alaska and then we stumbled upon <gasps> this guy we stumbled upon this guy who was like some conspiracy theorist in Alaska from his hometown and he had a whole YouTube channel where he was just talking about how celebrities had legions of demons and that was also amazing
1: yeah. I am telling you, I've told Wes, I'm like, you come from the best place. It is yeah. so spooky up there. How it's did you weird. survive without being abducted? And he was like, I probably was abducted. I'm like, or fair, like, I believe yeah. it. When
0: he told me he was like, he was like, I used to walk with only one headphone in because of bears. I was like,
1: oh. <gasps> okay. Yeah, because there's big bear, big bears up Grizzly there. Grizzly bears, right? yeah. Yeah, the big boys. It's the big
0: boys, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but that's a good segue to show everyone Wes Zine. Yeah, it's West
1: and his artwork and all of our their... Whoa. Well, look at those. Wow, I'm gonna hold them up. Podcast listeners. These are two zines that our friend West Smith does. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at one-eight hundred West Smith. Um, I think you have to order by messaging him. Is that right? I don't uh, know. no, he has a big cartel store. Whoa, it's a big cartel. So go yeah. to his Instagram and you can go to his big cartel. And one of them is black and white portraiture and one of them is disposable film both of which he's excellent at and i think the first page of the black and white one is someone we recognize oh that. yeah it's me he oh, took yeah. that on an old haunted
0: camera that survived a fire and had spiders living in it
1: yeah i remember him talking about that yeah it was very cool was so very cool. definitely pick these up support support him he is a starving artist please feed yeah. my boy yeah
0: <laughs> I think Jared's in one too. There's in the dispos he? yeah, in the disposable one. There's like a picture from his birthday last year, I think.
1: I flipped through it really. I know quick, I was thinking quickly. like how oh, come you're yep. not
0: in any Kayla? And I'm like, Oh, because you're on the other side of the country. <laughs> because
1: I am not yeah.
0: yeah, this looking at the birthday cake all sad. <laughs> um But yes, there's there's all sorts of Easter eggs of people we know floating around in West and wrestlers in West wonder. And wrestlers wonderful publication so please go help west the times are hard (laughs) please please feed my son he needs food please please feed him um but yeah so that's excellent uh haunted camera pictures do you have oh and you just went to your MUFON investigation meeting I
1: did update I remembered to attend it because I set an alarm on my phone I'm proud of you thank you it was over two hours long I stayed for the whole thing um but that's a long long time it was very long. I didn't... I mean, sometimes I walked away and used the bathroom and stuff, but that's I fair. still, like, listened to the majority of it. Um, but basically, MUFON, from as far as I could tell, I'm very new, very new to my membership there, but they sent me a an email about attending the Virginia branch meeting. Mm. So that's what this was. It was the meeting for my state, and the woman, Sue, who... Is like the president of the branch, I guess, was leading the meeting. And then she had a couple of the Virginia state investigators, field investigators. Ah. Sorry, I keep making you disappear because my windows keep popping up. It's okay. Ah, okay, you're you back. You don't need you're to see me. Now. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so there were, so they had a couple of the field investigators speak. And we actually saw a list of the Virginia field investigators. And there are not that many that are active. So I'm like, hmm, good, get on that shit. Um, but two of them spoke. One of them was supposed to speak, but apparently his house flooded.
0: Oh Hopefully no. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's been raining a lot out here. It's been bad. But um, there's gonna be mush. Yeah, oh yeah, there's lots of mush. I'm in a mush group around here and everyone is finding giant... Chicken of the Woods. Like, what? Like, this big. No! And I'm like, where are you guys going? Mm. Tell me your... nobody's gonna share that information, but... Mm. And lots of chanterelles. No! I know. I felt... I was like, Holly's gonna be pissed, but these people no. are finding so many right now, and I haven't been able to go it's out. It's because it's been raining, huh? Mm-hmm. It's been raining, like, literally every other day. It'll be, like, a downpour, that's and then why it'll why be, the, like, that's, humid. Yeah. That's why the mushies yep. are growing
0: here. We haven't had any, because it hasn't
1: rained yet. Ugh. You just soon. gotta sneak as out As soon here. as it
0: rains. As soon as it rains, I'm going. I'm Let's gonna find to those mush. I'm I'm gonna find them.
1: Oh, massive side note. Um, <laughs> But the store that I told you about, there's a store near me called um, Pyramid, and it's like... Oh, yeah. Like, foraging and witchy supplies. They're actually partnering with some place in, like, an hour from me to teach about mushrooms. Oh! And, like... How to use them and etc. etc. So fun! It's gonna be cool. I'm gonna probably try to take those classes and see and take more classes whenever we can take classes again at a place. Yeah, that's fine. But yes, so MUFON—they basically structure it as at least the Virginia meeting. Apparently, I think every state does have a meeting. I don't know the frequency. At first she was saying this week's meeting, and I was like, girl, I am not doing a two-hour <laughs> meeting every week. I'm going to tell you that right now. But I feel like it's probably monthly. Yeah. Um, and typically they do them in person and they can't because she talked about trying to figure out a socially distanced outdoor meeting next month. I was like, if you can figure it out, I am there. But, yeah, you know. So she structured it by talking about the history of MUFON and talking about prominent figures in buf on i don't know guys who created it and whatever hmm. old white men whatever yeah sure and then started talking about she had one of the field investigators talk about field investigating right and he went very in-depth i took pictures he had charts Ooh. it was a lot but he used to be an investigator for the government damn yeah so he's just like he had a chart on the investigative model we gotta learn goals. the because We have to
0: take the quiz.
1: I know. One of them was like the process, and it was like this, like long. Whoa. Yeah, I, was, oh, like, I see I it. Can't Whoa, that. that's a long chart. I see it. Yeah, it's like a very long chart with lots of little like if this, then this, or this, this, this. But basically, what it boiled down to, and he had like he had a whole thing about alternate competing hypotheses. Okay. And I was like, I feel like I'm in school right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much. <laughs> <laughs> It was interesting. They recorded it. If I can get the recording, we have to watch it because he talks about, you know, the basics of field investigation are you have to speak with the people, get their accounts of everything, record it accurately, try to avoid conjecture, get the facts, 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 facts. And then he, like, showed videos of weather balloons and made jokes about weather balloons and stuff. (laughs) That's kind of amazing. Yeah. And, uh... (laughs) They talked about some, then some other guy, I don't even know who he was, maybe he was also an investigator, unsure, but he talked about being in his pool and seeing a triangular Ah! UFO fly into clouds and then disappear. So that happened. And then they talked about different lights moving. I was hoping I would hear like an abduction story, but alas, alas, it's been a lot of, alas, a lot of UFOs. They talked about... The Blink-182 guys videos. Yes. And the government releasing them. And she was, it's just so much fun because they are just like, yes, that was very wise of the government <laughs> to, to release the truth and blah, blah, blah. I was like, this is amazing. That's awesome. But well, yeah, it, so it was like, over two hours. I'm,
0: I'm going to guess just from my experience of going to the Seattle Mycological Society meetings, that the age range is older
1: Uh uh-huh i should have took a i should have took a picture i did snapchat with filters on some of them sorry people i don't know and we'll probably never meet but there were a couple got like older gentlemen who all looked like they were on duck dynasty oh my god slash all looked like they were brothers i was like what's happening these men all look the same and then a lot of people including myself had their cameras turned off right well, the wise the, ones. The, yeah, because the Mycological Society, as
0: soon as, like, COVID happened, they were like, listen, we're all old. <laughs> like, I mean, like, like in-person meetings are, until this is, like, like they're not happening. And But they were really nice because they, like, waived our membership fee for the next year. Because they were like, sorry. Ooh. They are like, sorry, you ca- we can't do any in-person things. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog, also, Chaz slash Chop is not a thing anymore. The police cleared it out. Um there are no riots, nothing is on fire here, um, despite what you heard at the Republican Convention. What? Seattle is, yeah, I... They, so I forget who, which relative of Trump was like, Seattle's, like, they're being looted, it's on fire, like, all this stuff, it, that is not true. I've been to Portland recently, and I live here, and there are no, there have been protests, sure, but, like, there's, like, nothing's on fire, that's not, <laughs> and the, the Chaz-Chop area was cleared out, but there's still, like, a lot, we have a lot of, um, like, unhoused, people camps and things like that here just like they do in Los Angeles like it's just a big city thing um yeah but anyway uh that aside I just thought that was so ridiculous when they were like these cities are being destroyed and I'm like oh like my chickens are just having a nice day <laughs> like everything's fine except for the lack of pumpkin flavored things oh uh, yeah the pumpkin is not f- the spice isn't flowing is what the I'm spice trying to say isn't flowing <laughs>
1: The spice, up, in, up in Seattle, the it's spice not flowing. It's
0: flowing here, and I'm really upset about it. I did get one of the only good pumpkin drink, which is the cold brew coffee foam pumpkin one.
1: That one is good. That one's the that best one's one. That is really
0: good. That's the best one. But uh the spice, I went to Trader Joe's again and I was like, I'm gonna get some of those pumpkin Cheerios and the pumpkin pumpkin seeds and all that stuff.
1: Not there. Not the spice wasn't flowing. That's so, a disappointment. I know. They need to get on it. Like I know the pumpkin drinks are back. It is time to release the pumpkin. It is. I agree. It's going to be September. That is unacceptably
0: long to wait for Halloween to start. It should have started August 1st, the the specific
1: day it starts. Honestly, yes, because we're not going to... Are children gonna trick or treat this year? Because I don't know. I'm not gonna, gonna let kids come to my house. I don't wanna well, leave candy outside. Okay, this isn't a side, but it's important. So here's,
0: <laughs> <laughs> here's what I plan. Here's my plan. Okay, because I bought this projector, this little mm-hmm. like like cheapo tiny like projector and a tiny like projector screen. My idea is I'm just gonna put on like Hocus Pocus or something <gasps> in my yard, and then like have the gate open. I, I only got one trick-or-treater, like, last year. But, like, look, I'm going to try, okay? <laughs> like, yeah. like, maybe I'll just leave the gate open and, like, just, like, ha- again, have people over, like, social distant gathering slash, like, it's not a party. I don't, I, I don't want to call it a party. Cause it's not really a party. It's a gathering, a socially distant, responsible gathering. <laughs> and then have the movie on outside and have everyone hang out outside in costume and just, like, come over for, like, a bit. And I'll have a bucket of candy if there's a kid. Everyone will be wearing masks. It'll be fine. That's my plan. No one can stop me. A fun fest. Yeah, no one can can stop me. A fun
1: fest. Look, uh,
0: a thrill enchanter. I understand that August 1st is three months early, but Halloween is a season, and I refuse to let Christmas be a season if Halloween can't
1: be a season. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's how I see the year. I love Christmas, too. Christmas is amazing because it's also spooky. Yeah, it is spooky. And has the best movies. But like, well, and Halloween too. So mm-hmm. it's Halloween is from August to Thanksgiving, or no, August to like, like, well, we'll say November fifteenth or something, and then November fifteenth to January first for me is like Christmas. I don't know. Thanksgiving's yeah. in there, but yeah, Thanksgiving's kind of like Christmas. Thanksgiving's whatever. just food, miss. It's like baby Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, without the it's like all the food, none of the, none of the presents. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Anyway. <laughs> That was an aside, but it was important, okay? It was, important, it was important, to, important to talk shop about Halloween. This was this is very important. Do you want to get in? Let's get into some stories. We're trying to, yes. we got a bunch of stories, so we're just doing this short episode today just to catch up on them and just kind of hang out, have some fun, talk about uh, current events. Just be chill. Yeah, so
1: if you have any stories, you can send them to SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com. Um, if we haven't gotten to yours yet, it's because we have a little bit of a backlog, which is great, and that's yeah. why we're gonna read a bunch. Exactly. That so, is true.
0: I have a, I saw you were also drinking spicy water. What's your spicy water flavor? Oh,
1: I have ruby red grapefruit. Ooh, a polar
0: one. I have C- lemon cello. Ooh, it's very. What? It's from Lacroix. It's really good.
1: Like, it's I actually love really Lacroix. Good. I don't even care. <laughs> I just come for me. I love Lacroix, but we just got this because we're like, this is the cheaper one that we it can is. get
0: at, at Costco. Yeah, so I have some of that one in the fridge too. So I like my spicy water anyway. Oh well, yeah, not, gonna... it, not a Doc Martin. If you like the polar orange vanilla, this one is very similar, but like lemon. It's like vanilla Ooh. lemon. It's nice. I love
1: lemon. Yeah. I have one here that is a set of two stories. So I'm gonna send I'm gonna read one and then I'm gonna send the second one to you to read. It's okay. from the same person. So these come from Sam Antics. So let me know when you're ready, and I'll read the first one, and I've sent okay. you the second one. Okay. Story time. This one's called the Maintenance Worker. My family lived in the same mobile home since I was a year old. Near a town that's known to have mass burials and claimed heavy ghost activity. I remember that I must have been nine or ten when this happened because by that time I had my own room after I got too old to share one with my younger brother. I had this old television set in my room, the kind that had knobs on the front and a cable box hooked up and sitting on top of it. My parents let me have it so they could escape the mid 90s kids' shows. <laughs> Before bed, I would sometimes watch Nick at or Night. Him. Nick at Night! Nick at Night! uh mostly for i dream of genie and yes i did too (laughs) yeah i remember that uh but i would always turn it off before i went to bed there were two ways to turn off the tv by going up to the cable box and pressing both channel up and channel down at the same time or with a small remote that came with the box i usually used the remote because it was convenient one night i had stayed up late but gone to bed like i normally do turned off the tv with the remote and set the remote on my dresser across the room before climbing into bed It was maybe only a few hours after I had fallen asleep. It might have been around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, and I groggily woke up to the sound of my television. It wasn't the sound of it turning on. It was a show already in progress, Gilligan's Island. I looked to the foot of my bed, expecting to see the TV, and wondering how it got switched on, and there was a skinny old white man Ah! at the end of my bed watching the TV. No one wants that! (laughs) (laughs) He was sort of transparent. I could see through him to the TV behind him but I could clearly make out what he was wearing. A maroon collared work shirt with a logo embroidered on the left side, tucked into denim jeans with a belt. He was bald with white hair encircling his empty crown. I was frozen. I couldn't move, couldn't speak, could barely think. The moment I became aware that he was there, the TV turned itself off and the man faded away. What? Like, for real, disappeared into nothing before my eyes. I honestly don't know how I got back to sleep. The next morning, I told my mom what had happened. She had me describe the man to her, so I told her what he looked like and what he was wearing. After I told her what I saw, she very plainly told me that I might have seen the ghost of her friend's dead husband. She explained to me that her friend Jerry, who had lived in the same mobile home community since the 60s or 70s, had a husband who was a maintenance worker for the community as part of a way to get reduced rent. He had been alive when my parents first moved there, but had passed away years before to, i'd be old enough to remember she said that i described what he looked like exactly i'm shaken by this experience to that to this day and have a little anxiety writing about it it's a story that i've told a few close friends but never let go public that's it <laughs> <laughs> oh no do you want to read the other one and then that we can see? That what... I'm just
0: going to say that that one's real because I used to watch "I Dream of Genie" and "Bewitched" as well on naked at Night.
1: Same me as well.
0: <laughs> all right, we'll read the next one and then we'll and we'll we'll judge them. All right. Yes. And, did it say who this was from, or was it just? These are both from Sam Antics. Sam Antics. Sorry, right, thank you. Okay, let's do this one. When I was little, I loved stargazing. My parents' bedroom window was the best to stargaze from. It faced the less developed areas outside of the town where we lived. There was very little light pollution at this time, and you could see as far as the hills in the next town over. My dad had been particularly interested in astronomy at one point, so he had taught my brother and I how to identify certain constellations, stars, planets, and how to tell them apart from airplanes and other flying machines. He was in the Air Force in the late 70s, and I could identify a good number of military planes and helicopters. I knew what I was looking at when I watched the sky from my parents' room. One time, I was stargazing, and I noticed a really bright light over the hills in the distance. It was too bright to be a planet or a star, but it wasn't moving, like an airplane. It was one bright white light, just hovering in the night sky. I was fixated on it because I couldn't figure out what it could be. Then it moved, and it moved swiftly. It darted to another location above the hills, somewhere to the left of where it had been in my field of vision. I tracked it like a cat watching a laser pointer. It hovered for a second before darting to the right and hovering there. All of my focus was on this strange light zooming across the night sky. It stayed in that spot for what felt like an eternity, but must've only been a couple of seconds. I felt like I was being watched as much as I was watching this light. It was very uncomfortable, as if I was witness to something that was never meant to be seen. Like whatever (laughs) was in there could see me too. Then the light shot straight up into the sky faster than I'd ever seen anything move like a meteorite, but falling away from the planet at an impossible trajectory. I'm convinced that what I saw was extraterrestrial. No! Uh! <laughs> ah, I, I pushed the wrong button because I got scared. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I don't like that. That's, yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm. So spooky! Oh no, Foxglove Glove Lynn in the chat said, gotta go with facts. It sounds similar to a story my friend told me. Uh! Uh,
1: what do we think? Yeah. Do we think?
0: I mean, there's these are if these aren't fact, they're written very like factual
1: encounters. Like yeah, they're, they're very they're yeah they're very good. Yeah, I was little details. Say, yeah,
0: it, the little details are excellent. They're very they're very factual sounding. So a uh, wizard of D says both are fiction. Throwing that Ooh. out there.
1: Putting what down. Do you,
0: what do you think, Holly? Uh, I well. If I were to say, I would say the first one is is fact, and I think the second one could be fact, but I, I, I don't know. I have a feeling it might be fiction. Ooh, so maybe faction, or? I, mean, I think it's, I think it's just
1: made up. Okay. But I think the first one is fact. Well, it turns out that both of these are 100% true. No! You're right. I was just hoping it wasn't real, because I hate those ones. <laughs> <laughs> i just hated so much uh sam antics says i swear that they are 100 percent true to me Ugh. i can't prove that they happened except for my personal accounts i'd be glad to answer any questions you have or discuss the other minor paranormal things that i've experienced Spooky. nothing as compelling as these two stories i assure Spooky. you that one
0: the one with uh the ghost i hate that just like see like seeing a ghost in your house watching your tv yeah. and like mm-mm do no, not, no,
1: thank you. Do not come in my house. No, do not come
0: in my house. Do not. My house, do not. Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. Well, that was mm-hmm. great. Thank you, semantics. Those are both
1: excellent stories. Yes, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I have another one prepared whenever right. you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Okay, this one comes from Offie. Offie. A W F I E. I have a southern accent. So, I don't know if I'm pronouncing <laughs> right. It was during my teenage years. During that year, I was visiting my grandmother, like usual. She lives in a very small place with everyone knowing each other. It's a beautiful village in the middle of wild nature with two huge forested areas around it and flower fields. But it always lacked people, especially my age, that I could hang out with. So I would usually go on my own, just exploring. Through the years, many people moved in and out of here. Many of them were from big cities, coming over to rest here for a few day, few weeks as a holiday, before returning to the busy work. They lived on the other side of the village, where many of them would invest in building their own houses. They all were way fancier and taller than other houses in the village. One of the houses, I would always pass by, always was somehow catching my attention, how beautiful and gloomy it looked. It seemed quite old, maybe ten or more years of nobody living in it. Walls were cracked and the roof full of holes and rotten. Windows were broken and the door was missing. I loved abandoned houses and places, and being a dumb teen, I was now a, now a dumb adult. <laughs> during one of my usual walks, I decided to finally check it out. It was a two-story building. To those, so those at those times, it was very fancy, especially around the area where I was. The wooden floor was dirty, broken, and some parts missing. It was kind of scary walking on it, so I didn't get enough courage to climb on the second floor. Skirmishing around the first floor. I found only old furniture that was covered in a thick layer of dust, dirt, and sometimes even moss. Many cabinets were open and nothing was inside of them. I assumed either owners or some people scavenged it out after they abandoned this place. Walking around the house, nothing piqued my interest. Everything was just rotten or old or broken and dirty. No photos, books, or interesting things, until I walked into one of the rooms. It was a playroom. For children, maybe? I guessed, seeing a small toddler bed, a few half-broken bookshelves, old horse toys on the floor, the wheels wheels instead of the legs, and swings. It was very small for little kids. It stood in the middle of the room, covered in red rust, but not as dusty as the rest of the things. Or so I thought. It was just the frame and seat with straps themselves, but all made of metal. I didn't think much of of it since this house was obtained by very rich people before. I assumed it's just what they do walking past the swings i brushed my hand over the thick frame and got scared of how cold it was it felt like it burned my fingers slightly i touched it again and it was still the same temperature despite it being a very warm spring and calm day without wind a little unnerved i decided to focus on exploring the room looking through the old bookshelves to see what kind of things might be in there this is where i heard the swings it started moving it wasn't a horror movie squeaking but rather, but moving rather silently back and forth, making small noise from the hinge. I looked at it directly, trying to understand if I maybe set it off. As soon as I made eye contact with it, the swing stopped moving. After a bit, I returned to look through the old things, but it all repeated. Swings started moving again with a bit more force now, as if somebody was pushing them. I looked at it and it started slowing down again. This is when I felt my whole body spasm, the way you shiver when the draft blows past you, but again, no wind at all. This is when I decided to leave this room and quickly escape the house. Leaving, I swear I could hear the swings moving again. No! No!
0: Why are swings always so spooky? I
1: don't know. Children are spooky. Yeah. Ugh.
0: Ugh. In my hometown, there was a swing set that was supposedly cursed, or not cursed, but like haunted by the ghost of a young girl. So when you would, every time I would drive by it, um, yeah, my town was super haunted and weird. Every time I drive by it, I'd I'd look to see if the swing was moving.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, I would haunt something cooler than a swing set. I mean, I guess you don't have a choice. I guess. She's right? just like, I just really like the swing set. I don't know. I feel like you have a choice in which where. In which what you can haunt. How else would we have all these haunted dolls? That's... (laughs) You know? Yeah, and if
0: Jim Carrey didn't have a legion of demons, how else would we have so many demons for the divot boxes? Yeah, exactly. Facts, everyone! Facts! (laughs) Facts! Stone Cold Facts! (laughs) If so many celebrities weren't in packs with the devil...
1: (laughs) The, The devil how would how would we have not have disney cruises fact yeah, i don't know Fact. <laughs> Just kidding. um
0: that was a good story i don't know i'm gonna say it's fact
1: hmm what do you i fact think that chat chat same Ooh, fiction and fact yeah a little mixture there well according to Offie, this story is true aha it's a fact you're it- right it's a fact it happened in 2008 and i even asked my grandma about that place she said that nobody was friends with those people because they seemed as if they were hiding something and never talked to anyone at some point they just suddenly left
0: (sighs) (sighs) oh man yeah i feel like swing sets are always haunted i don't know it's just a thing. Hella haunted. Just hella haunted swing sets. Maybe they're socially awkward or selling drugs. Wizard of D, you're probably right. Uh, growing up half in the, like, mountains of San Bernardino, I can guarantee you that there are a lot of people who were just doing drugs. <laughs> so, you know, maybe. Living their
1: best lives. Living their best lives. Um. All right. Who is this one from? This one comes from Joe from Portugal. Okay. Ooh. An international story. Thank you, Joe. All right, this is Joe from Portugal.
0: People in my family have lived where I now live since my great-grandparents' days, the 1920s. There's a drugstore at the end of the street. When going down the street, the sun-bathed little store has been run by the same couple for decades. The wife aged visibly, but not the tiny, white-haired, gnome-looking store owner. Oh, Mr. Narcissus. He's a friendly, red cheeked clean-shaped fellow, adding to his gnomish features, and he does not age. My grandfather, who died last year at 93, always told me that the man hadn't aged a day in the time he had known him, which was at least 1940. My mother and my uncle also swear he always looked the same age he is now, having known him their entire lives, and they are both a bit over 60. I'm 31 and also always remember him, tiny white-haired but not a day older this man outlived everyone in the neighborhood who could possibly have known him when he was young not sure how he keeps his store open when he when nearly all his regular customers are gone whenever people ask what his secret is for looking the same age for so long he laughs and changes the subject every time i'm always polite to him since he's always so nice and has known people in my family for four generations but his agelessness freaks me out I'm starting to think he might outlive me, that I'll die alone in the house where my great-grandparents and my grandparents lived their entire adult lives, and all the while he'll keep running his little store as people crumble to dust and he remains the same, unchanged. Whatever keeps him looking the same, he's not selling it at his store, or at least he's never claimed to, which sounds like a wasted marketing opportunity. Maybe I'll learn his secret yet. <laughs>
1: oh <my God. laughs> I think he's, what if that's he's like awesome. a little yeah, or something?
0: Yeah, awesome. Man, I want to go to a store ran by like some fantasy person like uh hobbit like sounds Whoa. like it sounds like bilbo baggins
1: oh man that would be amazing maybe he has the one ring
0: yeah
1: France francis
0: steen said gnomes can live 350 to almost 500 years according to 5e
1: <laughs> you're correct
0: <laughs> i know i i agree the villain i would like to say i'm gonna say fiction but i really hope it's true because i love this story i think it's amazing I want, like, a whole book about yeah, this, this person. Yeah, this is precious. I want, like, I want to read this, like, short story. Tom Bombadil, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot.
0: So your vote is for yeah. fiction? Yeah, I'm gonna say fiction.
1: Well, I regret to inform you that this story is real. Oh, what? <laughs> <time>. Yep. <clears throat> the, he said, where is
0: this guy? I want to meet this, this store clerk.
1: Oh, Joe Wizard of clarifies. D just threw
0: in with a fact before, so you got it. Ooh, good, you got it.
1: Good skin care. Well, Joe says, uh, is this story real? Yes. People here have a history of being long-lived. For example, we had a movie director who lived to be 120. What? That guy looked his age, though. Can't tell if Mr. Narcissus is just a, is just Master Royce's Mr. Royce's. That's a long word I'm not familiar with. <laughs> and also happened to have all his hairs go right, white really, really early on in his life. That's
0: I wanted possible, to believe yeah. this was
1: some gaslighting Mandela infect combo and couldn't be possible. But there's been studies proving some people do stop visibly aging after a certain point. Interesting. <laughs> Roadkill
0: Ralph said, hell yeah, mortal grocery store. Guy. <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a great story. And I think that's just wonderful and precious. So...
1: I know. I thank you for him. that. I love his name, too. It I know. Just sounds it sounds so magical. It sounds
0: like a, a stage name. This is just... This is just a gnome. That's okay. Gnomes are real. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I know.
1: Okay, you ready for another? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. This one does not have a sign-off, so anonymous. When I was younger my uncle sent me a small bag of various toys. He was a doll maker and did some plushies on the side. I'd never really had all that much contact with him, though that was mostly because of distance. Point is, he always put a ton of blood, sweat, and tears into every one of his creations. The bag contained four toys, a porcelain doll with black hair that looked like a vampire to me, a stuffed anglerfish with a glow-in-the-dark lure, a wooden puppet dressed in a kimono with an oni mask, and a large, multicolored teddy bear that was dressed as a clown. For the most part, I didn't mind them all that much. I even thought the bear was kind of cute. But every once in a while, something would seem off about one of them. Sometimes the anglerfish would just vanish from whatever room it was in, Uh. only to reappear in the same room hours later. Other times, the puppet would randomly fall off the shelf in my room, seemingly for no reason. But the worst was the vampire and the bear there would just be this heavy, uncomfortable aura about them. The worst of it all, though, was yet to come. One night, I went to bed, all the different toys in different spots and positions, none of them near me or even facing me. I only remember that detail because when I woke up, the porcelain doll was on my dresser, the fish was pointing towards me, the puppet was hanging by its neck, and the bear went from on its side to sitting upright. This would continue every other week, no matter where I put them. Stuffed them into my closet, the next morning they'd be closer to my bed, seemingly staring at me. Luckily, nothing ever seemed to come of it, and who knows, maybe they just wanted to be with me. Two years after I received them, my parents held a garage sale and accidentally sold them to someone in our, at the time, neighborhood. I never heard about anything happening to them, but maybe they never said anything.
0: No, no! No, no, one, I know, no one likes toys. Yeah, no. No, no. C- Cipher XT said made by Blinkski, right? Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Toys are spooky, so I'm just going to say
1: that's a fact. Ooh. I Haunted toys are always true. Haunted doll watch. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> Please don't the send fictions. a haunted doll to my
0: house. Or a haunted bear. Or haunted animal. <laughs> okay.
1: But wouldn't that be fun for Halloween? It would. If you could have people interact with the haunted doll. Or you could be like, whoever opens the Dybbuk box gets a piece of candy. <laughs> oh, great. No one ever comes <laughs> over again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, I regret to inform you, <clears but> that this one is 100% false no it's fiction it's oh, thank fiction thank god the total fabrication Ugh. we got you our writers got you I'm glad. anonymous i mean i said
0: fact because i was just like this is just i hate it it's probably <laughs> true but it's, it's probably fiction. true it, it scares, scares me, me. i am glad that that was fiction i'm glad it was also well well written lots of lots of good good little tidbits in there it's true <laughs> dolls aren't real I, we hope Ugh. No, no, no. All right, you want another? Let's do it. I'm still thinking about that sweet little shopkeeper. <laughs> I
1: know. I'm obsessed. Someone needs to make that their D and D character I know, or
0: something. Oh no, that'd be so cute. And he's like
1: a little. He's a little, he just loves medicine. Yeah, he just
0: loves his little apothecary. But actually, he <laughs> knows the secret to eternal life. <laughs>
1: Oh, but he just, he just wants to live and help people forever. Yeah, t- So many
0: stories. All
1: right. Who is this one from? This one also, does this one have a sign off? Yes. Sorry. Richard, AKA King Kaiser Roll. Oh, thank you, Richard. All right.
0: So I come from a relatively large family, mom, dad, two older brothers, one older sister and me. As such, finding places to live was a bit difficult, as we needed more space than an average family. Well, back in 1996, when I was the ripe old age of six, we found a really old but well-maintained Victorian house for rent. It was built back in the late 1800s, but had recently had some renovations done specifically to the kitchen and bathrooms. The landlady wanted there to be full disclosure, so she told my parents that several prior tenants had complained of supernatural activity. For example, footsteps at night, doors shutting on their own, etc. My parents weren't particularly concerned, and we moved in. At first, we really didn't notice anything. Maybe every now and then we'd hear the odd creak or groan, but my dad was quick to claim that it was nothing more than an old house settling. That was until my younger brother, Joey, was born. Mom was very pregnant with Joey when we found the house, which was one of the reasons my parents wanted the house so badly. There were enough rooms to have a nursery for the baby. Attached to the nursery was a bathroom. Maybe a week or two after Joey was born, my older brother attempted to use the sink, only to find that no water would come out. Long story short, a plumber was called, and we were informed that, oddly enough, the pipes in the nursery bathroom were completely frozen solid. Now, granted, we lived in Chicago at the time, but it was in the middle of August. Even in the middle, mild, mildest of summers, it shouldn't have gotten cold enough to freeze the pipes. We... Ugh. I know. Ugh. we paid the man to basically take a blowtorch to thaw out the pipes and chalked it up to some crazy bad luck shortly after the incident with the pipes we began to notice more and more things we heard the footsteps and shutting doors my older brother complained of the feeling of being watched whenever he would go into Joey's room to change his diapers or lay him down for a nap one night all of us sans Joey were in the living room watching TV mom had a tendency to carry Joey's baby monitor with her around the house whenever he was asleep so uh, she goes to a baby monitor
1: yeah no I can't do
0: that baby monitors no. uh <laughs> suddenly my dad turns the tv volume down and says did you guys hear that we all listened and sure enough coming from the baby monitor was the sound of softly boiling water and a very low hum like someone humming a lullaby horrified my mom rushed upstairs and into Joey's room inside was simply Joey sleeping soundly the sounds had disappeared after this my parents decided to hold a seance The medium brought in a Ouija board, candles, the whole nine yards. At first, my parents didn't want me to take part, but for as frightened as I was about the whole situation. I was equal parts fascinated, and I insisted on being involved. At first, we asked simple questions and got simple answers. Are there any spirits here? Yes. Do you mean the family harm? No. What's your name? Josie. The most chilling part, however, was when we asked the spirit what the spirit wanted. It responded with, precious baby. Further questions revealed that the spirit was the woman who lived in the house originally who had lost her baby to illness. The medium said that he didn't detect any maliciousness from the spirit and guessed that she just enjoyed having a baby to look after. We continued to experience paranormal activity for the remainder of the time we lived there. About a year after the seance, my dad got a job offer in Tennessee, so he ended up moving away. But I think about that house often. Precious baby! No!
1: Uh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh. Ugh. oh. Uh. Wow. Yeah, I don't like I don't like that. I am. I got a camera to like watch my dog. And then now I watch my really mentally challenged pigeon. Yeah. And I'm always scared if when I turn that thing on that there's going to be something there. Yeah. I'm terrified of it. z Z and dizzy
0: said wow what is that spirit a hollywood elite wanting to eat the baby and wear its
1: face oh and take it on a disney cruise take it on a
0: disney cruise (laughs) oh man watch out i'm just gonna i want this one to be true really bad i love these spooky ghost stories so i'm just gonna say fact it's just so good it's just so good i this could this would be an episode of of fact or fiction. Like, this sounds like something they would have done.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: Like, for sure. Well,
1: I will say, there is someone here who has who has guessed correctly. In chat. Chained Kura got it. Oh, it's, it's faction! A mixture of both! Ugh. Faction! Which parts were the true? Story happened. Well... Richard clarifies, this story is faction. I did live in this house, which was supposedly haunted, but we never experienced anything paranormal in the short time we Boo. lived there. Boo! <laughs>
0: ghosts! That was good! Your, yeah, get your shit together, ghosts! I want to see that! <laughs> <laughs> so apparently the house was haunted, but they didn't experience anything. That's a bummer. I, that was a That's great story, That's some good writing. Yeah. yeah. I love that Precious baby. <laughs> precious baby. <laughs>
1: I'd be like, you can have it. But just leave. Yeah. Stop freezing the pipes because that's a nightmare. Yeah, mine, that was My pipes scary. That's, that's a really
0: that's that's a really scary image too. Thank you for that. <laughs> just having like frozen pipes when it's summer. Mm-mm.
1: Ugh, no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Or just in general, that's just a nightmare. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, get your wow, shit together, ghost. Yeah. Leave the pipes dripping when it's cold or when you're going yeah. to be colder on them. Yeah. Delicious baby would have been good. Delicious. Pre-
0: Holly's version, precious pigeon. Precious, precious pigeon. pigeon. That's what you're going to get when you're watching your pigeon. Precious pigeon. Oh my gosh. They would not say that about him, though. He's real dumb. <laughs> oh. All right, let's do. Should we do just one more? We're... This is going to be a, sure. a short episode, but we're just catching up on stories, and I wanted to hang out with everyone because I need social interaction in these trying times.
1: It's good. In these trying times, TM. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, Dancing Dot said I had a friend who lived in an old farmhouse from the 1700s, and it always sounded like someone was walking around upstairs even when nobody else was around. He was afraid to be alone in that house, and even as an adult, I was there once, and the sounds really didn't sound like a house settling. Oh, I've heard footsteps. I have definitely heard footsteps in my old house, for sure. Not this one, which is odd, because no! this, this house is much older. This house is from, Hold like... How your house? This house is from 1917. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so this house is over over 100 years old but i've never yeah it's super cool but i've never had any paranormal stuff happen in this house but my old house that was built in the 70s i had i heard footsteps like and i had friends hear footsteps and that's because the person that had lived in it before my grandpa had was like some like guitarist or like 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 acoustic guitarist from who had like known like frank sinatra or something and then my grandpa he had died in the house and then my grandpa had died in the house and i think it was my grandpa i think the footsteps were my grandpa Aww. yeah because they didn't start happening until i moved in there i'd ne- i lived there with my grandpa and i'd never heard anything so
1: just check just walking around yeah
0: i called it the cowboy the because it sounded like cowboy boots it sounded Ooh. like yeah and that's what and cool i a ghost yeah I, well i told you i told you that was the one that i heard the footsteps and my cat looked Yes! Yeah. Ooh! Like, I heard I heard footsteps. There's no one else in the house. No one was home. And my cat looked to the where I heard the footsteps, and I was like, oh, okay, so I'm not crazy. My cat heard the footsteps. That's cool. Yeah. No thanks. Goodbye. Yeah. Yup, yup, yup. Okay. Uh, yeah, so he let's did. do one more story, and then we will okay. let you all go be spooked for the rest of the day.
1: this is a, a little short one to close this out this one is also anonymous so this happened when i was around six years old i was spending the night at my friend harmony's house she lived next to an old house that her family used to live in but it had fallen into disrepair and was really old for some reason we had gotten the idea to go inside the house i'm not sure if she told me about her grandfather dying in the house it was before or after we went inside I was getting a little scared and tried to leave. The door was locked. I remember the room being cold, despite that it was early in the summer. I tried harder to open the door. Harmony helped me, but the door didn't budge. I decided to go through the window. When I went to open it, it was cold to the touch and frost clung to the glass. The memory still haunts me to this very day. What? It was closed? (laughs) (laughs) No! Yeah, it's like the door's locked. I
0: don't like all these, like, frozen things. Yes, stop it. Stop it! (laughs) Ugh. I don't know. I don't like that. Ugh. I'm gonna say mm, Ugh. I'm gonna just say it's true, because if it's old, old doors are hard to open. And say fact.
1: Mmm. Well, Holly, you're half true. Oh no! This one's faction. A similar event did occur. A similar event
0: did occur. <laughs> A little just, bit, a little bit. I always
1: think about it in the show when they're like a similar event did occur in the South. It's
0: no, no, in, no definitive, in in, in no definitive directions. Just, just a generic statement in the
1: Midwest. Yeah, I feel
0: like it's often in the Midwest. It is, yeah.
1: Well, to clarify, the only thing that's fake is the frost and the temperature of the room. Mm. Everything else is true. So still spooky. Still spooky. Good. 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 <laughs> good 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 yeah send us more stories at spooky saturday stories at gmail.com
0: uh i like having story episodes i think this is really fun so if you send us stories at spooky saturday stories at gmail.com tell your friends if you got a friend with a spooky story tell them to send us a story tell your enemies tell your enemies (laughs) tell strangers whatever um because we love reading your stories um and they're they're wonderful so Yeah, so sorry if it's a little shorter episode this week. Um, Just, I hope that's cool. And I hope you all are staying uh, staying healthy. Do we have any announcements?
1: Do you have anything coming up, Kayla? I don't. Surviving? I'm hoping to post some more stuff to my Patreon this week, which is patreon.com slash Kayla Klein. I'm working on some stuff that I can't share, which is the problem. So I promise I'm starting to do stuff again, (laughs) but I just can't share it. So I'm going to try and do some like a piece or something so I can share a video or try to do a stream in my Discord if you're on that. I have a tier where I have a Discord and I'm, I'll oh, probably fun. just like, stream working in that. Just okay. screen share. But yeah, that's that's about it in my life and also wrestling. Yeah, wrestling's good.
0: Yeah, I have a bunch of stuff. I have a bunch of stuff coming up in September. Yeah. So just keep your eye out for that i can't talk about it either but it will be coming in september it's very very exciting you'll be all very happy hopefully and uh yes i'm trying to think if there's anything else mostly i'm just sending out cardigans so if you ordered a cardigan you will be getting it in the next few weeks hopefully uh the post office obviously please please save the post office is a little overrun right now but um uh, packing your car up with a bunch of cardigan orders has been uh, has been exciting. <laughs> but and then after that, once I ship the rest of the cardigans this next week, Kayla and I will be coming out with a bunch of new things and whatever cardigans we have left will do a little sale at the end. So
1: it should yeah, be fun. Yeah, you just need to get through this first because it's a yeah. lot. Well,
0: and it's a learning experience. I've learned a lot. I learned a lot about how much to charge for shipping because <laughs> I messed that up quite mm-hmm. a bit. I learned a lot how much to charge for the actual cardigans. Learning business things is hard, <laughs> everyone. Oh, Wizard and D got theirs. This is how you learn.
1: I said oh, like yay! It.
0: Good. Um, yeah, learning business stuff is hard. I have a degree in medieval studies. I do not have a degree in business. <laughs> so now they're supposed to be big wizard of d they're just like mm-hmm. they're like hiding in a blanket that's the whole point they're yeah they're, we they're close figured to out hiding style
1: yeah yeah we styled it to be like a <coughs> like a blanket yeah yeah like it's like combine a couple styles we liked no not only
0: can you wear it at home to hide from everything in the world you can wear it out to feel fancy free mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uses a blanket
0: if you get lost in the woods yeah oh yeah wizard of d my other friend who got theirs already she's in uh san diego and i was like well you'll be able to wear it at some point (laughs) eventually (laughs) inside the house when you're cold (laughs) victoria said i'm almost out of my business degree and can't confirm it's hard and stupid yeah imagine (laughs) not having the degree and just being like guess i'll google this (laughs) but it's fun this
1: is how you figure it out and now next time we're going to do better. We got this. Yeah.
0: It's great. Well, now we can do more designs too, which is fun. But anyway, this has been mm-hmm. your Kayla and Holly make clothing <laughs> to update on Spooky Saturday. We're figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, take care of yourself. Please, please stay healthy. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Uh, all, that, all that stuff. Things are... Things are a lot, so make sure to take care of yourselves. And we will see it's you true. next week. Um, not sure what we're going to talk about. We'll figure it out. I'm going to keep reading and yeah. tune on
1: stuff, so expect that. <laughs> I'll keep, keep up to date on MUFON, because yeah. that is fun.
0: I'm glad Kayla is doing something legit, and I'm just ruining everyone's day. So <laughs> That's very backwards,
1: I feel I like, but that's fine. That's fine. Got to mix it up. That's fine.
0: All right, we'll see you all soon.
1: Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us for Spooky Saturday. I'm Kayla Klein and you can find me at KaylaKlein.com or on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Holly Conrad and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly and you can find us both at WeCrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about Spooky Saturday and becoming a Spooky Scout, you can find links to our social media discord and more at SpookySaturday.com. if you want to toss a coin
0: our way you can offer the podcast some sustainable support by subscribing to patreon.com
1: slash spooky saturday spooky saturday airs live saturday on twitch.tv slash we crowing hens at 3 p.m pacific